0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland Edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of September 13th, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo Malata Willie and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Tony is going to talk about his experience running the
1: Disneyland Half Marathon. How was it, Tony? It was good. It was very good. I was happy with it, and this time I actually paid attention, so I could share with our listeners. And, this time, and this time, experience. you didn't have, and you didn't have wings tying you down. Or I didn't have <laughs> wings tying me down. I thought <laughs> I was, you know, I think I might have been a little faster if I was wearing them. But this time I really, last time I was, you know, for those people that run, they're always going for their time, and I did that on that last, the last one with the Tinkerbell, and this time because I'd messed up my knee back at Disney World, keep it all in the Disney family, um, I I didn't really train that hard, and I said, you know what, I need to pay attention to what the experience is so I can share it, so, um, and also I didn't train that well, so, that, that helped me. I, I made sure I was a lot more observant and not just get out of my way. I want to get to the finish line. So I'm going to share a lot of that. And I know that there are – there's a whole contingent of Disney runners that people love running, the whole run Disney thing and everything. And so um, – well, then maybe some of our listeners are just runners and have never done a Disney half marathon or they have friends that – or maybe they just – there's things other than the half marathon. So I thought um, – We talk a little bit about – I go the overview of the events of the whole weekend. It's not just a half marathon. And then um, my process of how I got things and and getting things ready for a marathon through the Disney half marathon. And then actually talk a little bit about the course and how it was set up. Because if you're a runner, there's certain things you're paying attention to, such as was it easy for me to get water? When I got my bib, your number, how hard was that? Those are the little logistics things that – I actually do you remember having an issue with back when I ran in two thousand seven, and it was really great this time. And then just little things like that. So, and um, the cool backstage stuff, where you might want to start training for a half marathon just so you can get backstage. So, so for everybody that knows or doesn't know, that's what I'm telling you. Um, if the half marathon is a whole weekend. Okay, so it's, it's an entire weekend of events. And it includes things other than just the half marathon. They have an expo with vendors selling things that runners would like. And shoes, sunglasses, shirts, things to hold up your hair, not mine. Um, energy you know, all the, energy yeah, drinks. Energy drinks. And if anybody's friends with me on Facebook, because it's Disney, <laughs> there's a big old thing of crazins. So I had to take a picture of the crazen sign because craisins are everywhere. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, um. But um, – and then other marathons that are in the area. Don't they have there. like guest speakers and stuff in there? Yes. They also have guest speakers. Jeff Galloway, who is the guru of running and getting everybody to run, he uh, – they have speakers throughout the whole weekend at the expo. Um, and Jeff Galloway, who's kind of the official Disney running spokesperson, they do sessions just like if it was um, a seminar and so – and that's free. You just go in. Um he had sessions like how to enjoy every mile, which I didn't listen. Enjoy every mile, really. Um, the uh, a nutritionist, um, how to go to the finish line, different, different, just you know, different little uh, sessions. A motivational speaker that you can partake in. So it's again, it's more than just a half marathon. The exhibitor, the exhibitors, like I said, range from shoe companies to. Um, Cliff bars and all the you know stuff that you take when when you're running to an earbud manufacturer and uh, some of the marathons that are local. The San Diego Marathon was there. The Las Vegas Marathon was there. The run. Las Vegas Marathon. Yes, you didn't know about that. You Mm -hmm. get to run. It's now. It's funny you say that because my father ran in it and complained about how it was poorly organized. And that's one thing that when I get to that point, this was very well organized. And
0: thinking back now, I think I stayed in Vegas one weekend when the <laughs> marathon was happening.
1: Yeah, and my and that well, you know, actually, since you bring it up, one thing that my dad had talked about was okay, and then we were done, and then we had to go get, you know, we wanted to go get our medals, and we had to wait in these long lines, and and you know, you've just run 13 miles, and and we're looking for water, and we can't get water, and that's the kind of stuff that when you're signing up for a marathon, you want to make sure doesn't happen. Uh-huh. And I do have to say, even though I'm kind of jumping ahead, is Disney did a really good job in how that kind of stuff was organized. You didn't have to wait. You weren't standing there all exhausted for three hours getting, waiting for your medal or anything. They had a really good organization, so I'll talk about um, So the expo starts on Friday from noon to 8, and that's where you would pick up your bib and everything. And um, just a suggestion, especially if you're local or if you're staying off-site, Come in decently early, and I got there around four o'clock, and it was easy. I could get into Downtown Disney, go get my uh, bib and my little bag, and then get my t- sh- my shirt and then walk out. Whereas if you do it later in the evening, it's it's a lot more it's a lot busier. Um, so on Friday they have the expo from noon to eight. On Saturday they had something called the Cars Land 5K Rally, which was only 5K, so it's about a little over three miles, and um, that's the thing where families will do it. And what's cool about that is for only three miles, let's, if we're, we're talking about paying for something, rather than paying to get backstage for 13 miles or paying to run in Cars Land for 13 miles, you can just jog lightly for three miles and get to see Cars Land before it opens and, and do all that. And a lot of families do that kind of thing.
0: Didn't they have the finish line in Cars Land for that one?
1: I'm, let me check the map. Because I didn't do that. Because I was preparing for thirteen.
0: Three.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, three's great. I, I mean, please do three. But um, let me find my map here. Yeah, after,
0: after seeing the medals, w- we're yes, so, uh, basically
1: yes, yeah. So um, yeah, finish lines yes. in Carsland. Yeah, it's um it was at and it started at 6:45 near the Mickey and Friends parking structure tram, and the finish line was in Carsland. Nice. And um, um so.
0: Yeah, I was telling, telling West about that. He's like, "Oh, I want to run that next year." I'm like, "Okay,
1: good luck." They
2: have I've done um, that a few years, and I, I, I love them.
1: They're and that's the, cool. but, no, no. And that's the thing for people: if one person in your family is a runner, there's still stuff for you to do, right? And I know last time we talked about, it, I just talked about running, and this time I want to talk about more of if you were thinking of maybe next year coming out or doing maybe a Disney World marathon. So it's a whole weekend. Um, they also have run Disney kids races which started at 9 a.m., and those were very short for little children. Oh, they had 100-meter yeah. Yeah, dash for ages 1 to 3 years old, 200-meter uh, dash for ages 4 to 6 years old, and 400-meter dash for 7 years old, and then diaper dash 12 months and under. <laughs> on a sad note, they there was doping going on in the diaper dash. So <laughs> they had to take the... <laughs> they had to take the metal away from the type of Excuse me. I just had to go there. I'm just trying to.
2: I'm shaking there. my head. No, there, there was <laughs> not. They,
1: they all legitimately won. So those were, um, and those were in downtown Disney. They also had the Posse in the Park Party, <laughs> which um, we discussed, which was, you know. know $3,000 $3, or something. Yeah, and you like that. Had, but they had a DJ. Um, and they had advance, advance reservations were required, and. One advantage to that is it's crowded during this weekend. It is Labor Day weekend, and there are tons of runners, people that are coming just for that. And so downtown Disney's crowded, getting reservations crowded, so just something to think about. I chose not to spend the money on that. I chose to spend my money actually more on something else, which we'll discuss in a later show. So I didn't have to worry about crowds for eating. But we won't talk about that now. That's a little tease. Um, one thing you need to know, runners, when you go to the expo, that you pick up your bib, You get your shirt. You pick up your bib. You have to actually go through – and I almost didn't do this. I had to to go through – basically, you have to kind of go through a little – you have to walk across this thing that makes your bib electronic. Basically, it makes it turn on. There used to be these things that you'd put on your shoes that that's how they electronically would know where you are at each mile. Now, it's it's encoded on the actual number you have. But in order to turn them on, basically, you have to walk through... There's a rocket computer, and as I'm getting ready to leave, people are... Someone walks in, these volunteers, yay! Another person, yay! I'm like, why is everybody cheering? Do I? I go over there, and I realize, oh, if I don't go over there, I'm not officially in the computer. So just Oops. make sure. Yeah, so luckily I did that.
0: One thing that I, th- I think is really cool, I don't know if they do it at other marathons, but the bibs have the runner's first names on them. So if you are... In the crowd cheering, you can, like, basically cheer people by name as they run by, which
1: and is kind of cool. And they do That's that, cool. and I, I'm going to talk about that, all the different groups and city groups that cheer when you're running. Um, they are also, if you're not a runner, because I'm thinking for everybody, they have things called cheer zones, and there are certain prices that if you pay, you get a special shirt, and then you have access to actually go in the park and cheer on your runner as they run by you. Um, but the only way to get in the park is to sign up for the cheer zones, and there's a, a separate fee. I don't have the exact amount, but know that you can do that. You can just go on the city streets, but if you wanted to actually be, you know, along Main Street or in certain places where the only way or the, to be at the finish line at the in the bleachers, you have to pay a little extra, and then you get access to that. And um, fun. Yeah. Is that
2: is that um, particular perk new this year? Because I didn't. Don't, I don't, that they, they didn't have that at Tinkerbell, and they didn't have that the year before. They
0: had cheer zones at
1: Tinkerbell. I right, they had that
2: cheer name. zones, but not the perk to go okay. into the yeah, park. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know. The cheer
2: zone was always along the backside of the Disneyland Hotel on the way to the finish. Yeah, this that was is the a, official
1: cheer zone. Um, this is new. Yeah, this is, yeah. it said all participants must ex- attend the expo to receive their race bib, participant shirt, and gear bag. And, um, well, that's for me. Um, the cheer squad packages you pick up at the expo, too. So you had to actually, it was kind of, you had to be registered just like you would have for the race. And go in, and you get commemorative ears, commemorative necklaces, commemorative pins. I have no idea. Uh, You need a waiver if you are a gold or platinum cheer squad member. So as Disney so lovely likes to do, there were levels of cheer squads. So I don't know if you were able to yell expletives if you paid the platinum price, but... Sorry, I thought it was funny. But um, gold or platinum, there were different. <laughs> there were different levels, so I'm assuming it was different access. I didn't know because I had no cheer squad. No, I'm sorry. You told us yeah, to stay away. I what the heck? No, I did. I did tell you to stay because I'm going to tell you about a few people that I ran by that I wasn't too happy with. Okay, so that's all. The, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's all. No, I remembered as I'm running. I'm like, oh, you're going on the podcast, dude. So, um, <laughs> so, um. What do you call it? Uh, so that's all the stuff for the people that aren't running. There is there is more than just things for the runners. So just know that. And also if you're doing a coast-to-coast, you go to the expo and they give you a little um, wristband so they know that when you're done you get the special medal, which I'm <laughs> going to get in November when I go to yeah. Epcot Wine and Dine. So that's the weekend for everyone. Now, for me as a runner, um, I thought the packet pickup was very well organized, very easy – I didn't have any problems getting anything. I just had to remember to walk through that little threshold or whatever. Um, My suggestion would be, again, to get it as early as you could on Friday. I stayed this time for the over. I stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. First time ever. I was so excited. I enjoyed it immensely. And I have to say, it was so much easier Mm -hmm. doing the marathon, staying there. And they, they want you to be there in your corrals. Those are the... Based on how fast you run and the time you give them, you have corral A if you're super fast and you're going to win, and you know corral F if you're you might get swept. And I was in corral C, but if I'm not mistaken, they wanted you there by 5:15, and I'm like, I'm not like getting there at 5:15. I can just walk downstairs, and you don't really have to be there at 5:15. They start at 5:45, but you can show up right at the last minute and get in your corral, unless you're in corral A where it should be hard to get to. But um, that was the one advantage is I got to sleep in longer. And if I was staying, parking, was ugly last time, wasn't it? Yes, and if you because if you're if you're a local, or if you're staying not within the good neighbor hotels, then getting to the parking structure takes longer, and they want you mm-hmm. there earlier. And if you're running thirteen miles, an extra hour of sleep is awesome. They do have shuttles for the good. They did have shuttles for the good neighbor hotels, but again, you got to be up early enough to do it. And I do have to say, I love staying. Right there. Now, if I was going to suggest another hotel to stay at that you could walk really closely to where the entrance is, is that's a, there's a holiday inn right next to Mickey and Friends, which you could literally walk. That would be my non out of all the good neighbor hotels. If you just want to sleep in the latest and get there, I would suggest staying there. But I, go ahead.
2: We, we do, you know, I do have a friend that stays there all the time. Well, Roz stays there all the time. And you know, frankly, she lo- she likes it. She says it's a decent hotel. It's a good Holiday Inn, and you know, if you if you're one of those people who has points, you know, who who travels a lot and stays at that chain, um, yeah. Do you know what? Do, do you remember which Holiday Inn it is? Cause I know there's, there's several.
1: It's the one on Walnut. That's I yeah. Don't it's don't know the one
2: right is. behind the Mickey and Friends structure. I just
1: don't remember what the exact name is. We'll find out and put it on. I think it's a the Holiday Inn Express. No. No, well, no. But there's okay. two holiday inns that are there. Right. And I forget exactly which it's, one
2: it's. It's the Holiday Inn Hotel and Suites. That's what okay. it's
1: called. Okay. Okay. And um, so just to suggest in terms of sleep. So the other people had to take shuttles and everything, which I didn't. And uh, it's funny because as I was walking in, I saw some people that were from Disney World. I said, hey, I want to do my first Disney World marathon. What's it like? They said, oh, it's so much nicer here because you can just walk out of your hotel room and go straight to the get ready for the race. Whereas Disney World, I went, oh, I'm going to have to wake up earlier to take a bus to go to wherever the, the entrance is. And, and I guess the Disney World ones, you don't end and start at the same spot. I don't mm. know if that's for all of them. I know. So, Tom, you're going to have to wake up and pick me up. Um, but, <laughs> but the Disneyland ones, so this Disneyland, you, you, st- you end and stop at the same spot, which is nice, and it's easier to find, find people. Um, <clears throat> so let me talk about the course because the course is really cool. For Those that I paid attention this time Because I wasn't just trying to run by everybody So um, you started the, the start You started at 5.45 if you were super fast And we're going to win The first group starts Then five minutes later the next group starts And of course Sean Aston was there Because he seems to be there for every race And was the cheering everybody on And getting everybody to go And you um, you start on Disneyland Drive And you basically go down That little hill in between Underneath downtown Disney That's where you start. And so everybody runs down and there's a big screen and it's dark. And um, then you take a left onto Catella, and then you take another left onto Harper, so you're basically going around um, Disneyland. And then you enter the park at, and this is where I'm, just forgive me, I'm doing the best I can remember from my notes, and I I didn't take notes while I was running. you Spacker. enter the park. I know you enter the park. You kind of go. You go parallel to Cars Land, so you go into that parking lot. You're in the back, like the backside of Cars Land, and you enter around Tower of Terror, Bugs Land area, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. and then you get to go into Cars Land at dusk with all the neon lit up, That's which is pretty oh, nice. awesome. See and that's the thing is the, I realized that if you're not running you don't get to see that cool stuff and this time I paid attention to cool stuff so you get to see the cars cars line I stopped and took a picture I didn't just keep running throughout the course cast members are everywhere cheering you on I talked to someone who I work with who is a cast member and they said oh yeah they encourage us if you're on if you're working at the time you get out and you and so it could be maintenance guys custodial everybody's out and a lot of times I'll have the Mickey hands and they'll be waving, good job, go. And they'll, they'll, they see your name, they'll say, good job, Tony, keep going, you know. And, um, so that was neat. And then the characters were out. I did, um, the, the Fountains for World of Color were on. Um, I don't remember exactly how we moved around California Adventure, but, um, no, not, oh, we can now remember. We went into the back behind, um, the, uh, California Screamin'. And then came around the front of it and the, the world of um the world of color fountains were on. Nice. Half, and then the the, the uh, fair sweet the Mickey spun wheel was cut was all lit up. So that was cool. I took a picture the best I could. Um and then you got then you got into cars land and I don't then we ran around whatever, because you know you're running. And um you um you ended going back around and out through um, over by Soarin' Over, California. And over by Soren Over, California, kind of where that entrance was, where you came in when they were doing the construction. Right. That's how you left. And Phineas and Ferb were there, and you could stop and take pictures with them with one of the, the props from the parade. One of the Fireside Girls? No. Uh, no. 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 Another there not uh, I'd start, props, train- I'd not start training. Yeah. Um and so um, I did, if you wanted to get pictures with characters, you had have to stop and wait in line. So I stopped to take pictures of cool things, but I didn't stop to wait in line because that would really slow you down. But um, know that you could have. There are people waiting in line for pictures with Phineas and Ferb. And then we entered. So then we go across to Disneyland, and you enter um, backstage, right kind of where the monorail track is and the trams, over by um, – not Guest Relations, um, where the lockers and right. – over, over the, you, you, and over there and then go through Tomorrowland you go through Fantasyland you go through the, you go of course through the castle um, when you go on Main Street there's, um, there's some of the cheer squad people are there uh, there were pirates on the carousel as you're running around <laughs> it nice. so you could stop and take pictures and um, there were all the princesses were out around uh, it's a small world and that's where there were lions and um, oh now, now it's all coming back to me now um, one of the coolest pictures was they had a monorail parked right near um, where the Matterhorn is and then the little lake is across where they used to have the little boats a long, long time ago. Okay, so I'm talking about over yeah, where you yeah, get, like, the
2: motorboat ice. right.
1: Yeah, they, there was a monorail parked right there. Nice. And, and I took a picture and with the other runner I said, I got to stop for this. When else can I have a monorail stopped for me to take a picture? She's like, I know, right? Isn't this so cool? Like that's the neat thing about running. Even though it's outrageously expensive, you get access to those kind of things that you wouldn't get in a normal going to Disneyland normally. Um, and then we we went through Is it Toontown. Oh, I don't remember. Now I'm confused again. I forgot how we got where we got where we went next. But we ended up getting backstage and oh, no, I remember. As we came in, sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit. I do. Have, I can look at my pictures. They had all of the. Um, Transportation lined up, so the um, all the all the Main Street transportation was all lined up with it, them turned on and the lights on. So I have a picture of all those, and you get to see that backstage. There were army men throughout Disneyland, and you could stop and take pictures with them. Uh, there was a stormtrooper, so just all the different cars. There were female Jedi, which I did not realize exist, and now I'm. And now I'm thinking that maybe the Fireside Girls are second place (laughs) female Jedi. Did
2: episode one never teach you anything?
1: Oh, (laughs) it did. Yeah. And then my favorite thing (laughs) is getting to run by the um, stables. Oh, how cool. I'd never seen that. And so they ran us by the stables, and there were cast members out there. And I'm looking at my pictures right now. They had... Are they little billy goats? I know nothing about. Yeah, they little billy goats right near the front of the fence, so they were just like chilling right there, so you could see them. And then the horses were getting like their exercise in the back, and you got to see the hay, and you realized how big the stables were. It was it's pretty cool. So after the stables, they send you out. Now here's now we're on about mile five by now. Um, know that if I'm tired out, already. the gar runner, they have signs with LEDs with your time. But your time isn't really that unless you're in group A. I started in group C, so five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. So you, if you have a phone with an app, that's what I use because I knew that my official time was if you were running with group A. And you don't get to start until it's your turn to start. So anyways, um, so mile five to eight is when they shoot you out into Anaheim. One thing that I found interesting is a lot of people didn't have sunglasses because they um, – started when it it was dark. started when it was dark. I brought them with me because I knew that it was going to get hot and dark. And sure enough, they take you out to Manchester over by Mickey and Friends. And then you take that immediate right onto Ball Road and go up the little hill near the 5 Freeway. Um. And then you've got the sun right in your face. And so um, I was, oh, I'm glad I remembered my sunglasses. And so then you go on Anaheim Boulevard and Cerritos and Lewis Street and Ball and State College, all the boring business park-ish areas, nothing exciting. Um, but what they do is that's where you'll see a lot of people out there to cheer you on. And here's the people that made the con- the, con- the, the, uh, the podcast that I remembered. So I'm running, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm getting exercise and healthy. And there's the little kid and the, the dad and the sign was, you go mommy. Oh, that's cute. Except when the little kids eating a breakfast burrito. Come on, really? Like the least healthy thing ever. And I'm running, and this kid's this kid's eating a breakfast burrito with with hash browns and melted cheese. And- <laughs> <laughs> now, what made it worse was I'm running about five, about three miles later. Hey, there's the Yuko Mommy sign, and there's Dad eating the breakfast burrito. Okay, like, really? I have two breakfast burritos in my face. I'm here trying to run 13 miles, and you're just sitting there. Hey, I can drive over, and you go, mom. I'm gonna eat this fatty breakfast burrito while you run. The other thing that um, this will lead to. So you have a lot of groups. So that's where people are out there cheering for you. Um, but they will also have like a lot of the high schools in the area. Their bands will be along the boring part of the route, so they'll be playing music, and they'll be cheerleaders and band members, and they'll run by and go. They'll say, "Go, Tony, keep it up!" And I don't know how I could do how they can do that for three hours, but they say everybody walks by runs by and they do it. They have a mariachi same as when in 2007, there's an area where there's a mariachi group and they're playing and doing folklorico dancing while you, um, while you run by. So they really try to make it, um, so it's not just so, it's not so boring. Uh, now there's my, here's my other pet peeves, the other group that I have to, they had a car kind of almost like a car show that you ran through because it's just the, the boring streets. And, um, so the, all these these classic cars, and I was like, okay, fine, classic cars. I'm still a little bitter over the breakfast burrito, and um, the because uh, oh yeah, there there were also the cheerleaders with the meta- that are 15 with the metabolism of you know nothing are eating Krispy creams as you're running by, so I'm not making that up. So you know that was a little frustrating. But anyways, mm-hmm. it, so um, it was the uh, this also me being silly, but so they're in their their classic cars, and people are outside cheering and whatever and. Okay, for the I know they're not listening, but the two people that were sitting in the car honking, okay, you know what? We're all running a marathon. The least you could do a get is be get out of the car <laughs> and cheer for us. Just stay Aww. in the car honking. <laughs> like, really? Come on.
2: It's kind of like the cowbells, only louder and
1: more annoying. Yes, and- but if you at least make the effort of getting out of your car. More annoying than cowbells, really? Those two were just sitting in the car, Honking. Probably anyway, with
2: their air conditioning on. Thank you. It's
1: <laughs> that is the one thing for those that, that ever choose to come out here. This is the hottest time of the year, and it's why I said I would never do it again. But then one of the dissers, Dagny, basically said, you got to do it. And I went, okay, I'll do it. And um, normally it's not super hot if you're a decently quick runner, and they're like anywhere between 10 and 12 minutes or 13 minutes. I mean, at least that fast because um, by the time you're done, it's not that hot. I mean, it was a 95 degree day by the end of the day, you know, when it gets hot. But it wasn't that hot in the morning because it's at dark and starts at quarter to six. So just know that. Um, So then what they do is they take you out in around mile. My notes. You around mile nine, you go to the Honda Center, which is where the Anaheim Ducks play, and you kind of walk around, uh, you run around the parking lot, and then you go up the Santa Ana River Trail, which was funny because when I was at the Disney Hotel in one of the lobbies. Someone was talking about Santa Ana River Trail. Oh, what's that? And I said, it's not a river. It's, they they weren't from around here. And uh, for those that want to know, the Santa Ana River Trail is a big cement aqueduct like the thing in, uh, in Greece <laughs> where, they're, where they're racing for pinks. Yeah, <laughs> That's basically all it is. It's just cement. And so it wasn't like a nice river or anything. I mean, it is technically a river. But so we, 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 ran, we ran along that under the um, 57 freeway, and then you go to Angel Stadium, which is one of the highlights. And this time I made sure I took pictures. You get to run around the warning track of Angel Stadium. And as you go in Angel Stadium, the actual Angels announcers, they're kind of saying, oh, here's someone from this place, and here's so-and-so from this place. And it's the real Angels announcer. And you get to run around the warning track, which is a very nice company. And how does he know all that? Well, they have your numbers, right? So I'm thinking they find a number as you come in with a camera and say stuff. Nice. That's so cool. Yeah. So um, they didn't they didn't mention me or anything. Um, and there was an usher right there, and so I had him take my picture on the. Uh, so I stopped and had him take my picture on, in Angel Stadium, and there was a good number of people in the audience in the the, the crowd cheering. So you could go and cheer right there. And so you run around um, Angel. And so you have really cool pictures of the dugout because I'll never be that close to the dugout. And um, I'm, Tony, as I'm looking at... Go ahead.
2: Did they have pictures... Did they show pictures of the runners on the Jumbotron on there?
1: Uh, yes. It, 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 yes, they do. You have to kind of look for them, but yes, they do. Um, Neat. And then as you go out, basically then it's done the Angel Stadium. Okay, it's time to finish. You need to get get back to where you need to go. So Miles... 10 and, 11, 10 and 11, you're headed kind of towards Disney Way and kind of go parallel at an angle with I-5. And then 12 and 13, you kind of go behind Garden Walk, and then you basically finish back. You kind of go through the parking lot behind Cars Land again, and then you finish at the Disneyland Hotel. And then as soon as you're finished, you're um, they give you the medal right there, so you don't have to wait for it. They give you water bottle. They gave us these towels. I forgot the coolest thing we're going to do. We're going to do an unboxing. If anybody's ever done a live unboxing, it's big in the tech podcast business, like the unboxing of the iPhone. They do it on uh, video Andrew, YouTube. you're supposed to interrupt the podcast. So. <laughs> okay. uh, Andrew, can you go to my room and get the box out of my bedroom that says Run Disney on it? No, not that box, Andrew. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Um It should be in my bag. It's on the floor. Um, okay, so um, as you're done, you get that. They give you this automatic cooling towel that I'd never seen before. I didn't open it because I didn't really need it. But, um, I was like, I could use it at some other point. Um, and then they gave us a box with stuff in it, which I don't know. I purposely saved for the podcast. So, we're going to live unbuy. I don't know what's in this Run Disney box. It could be, it's like when Al Capone's vault was opened. We have no idea. So you're going to be your Okay. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I did this kind of just to be silly, but also, um, oh, hey, on the bottom it says, be part of these great upcoming Run Disney events. And of course it says Tinkerbell Half Marathon Weekend, which is already sold out, so that's not going to happen in 2013. But um, shows all the ones in Florida. I'm surprised they don't do more in California, because California has a bunch of runners. Yeah. Out here, there's marathons all the time. So I think, and I think they could, they get a lot of people signing up and probably staying at the park, especially during the months where they always want to try to get people in. You know, like March, let's say before spring break or whatever. But, anyways, so everybody got a box. Oh, as you were, so as you got you, you they give you this box, and then you were you could. This is where the line happened. Wait, you hold were on in a second,
2: Tony. They give you the box. I kind of got. When okay, do so, you get the box?
1: Okay, so you run through. They give you the, the medal and the, the little towel and some water, and then you kind of get funneled into these lines where they'll hand you a box that says "Run Disney" on it. And then um, you get funneled into a line to take a picture behind a back in front of a backdrop, which I didn't. It's like I don't need a picture in front of the backdrop. I look like garbage because I just ran thirteen miles, and I don't. You know, I was here. It's fine. I got the medal. So um, unless you're like first place or something, I mean. Yeah, but that was that was kind of a wait. So here we go. We're opening the box. Let's see what there is. Okay, we got uh, multigrain crackers, gluten free. <laughs> gluten free? Seriously? Yes. Uh, f- tart, fruitful. Uh, hmm. Naturally designed super candy. A quick and delicious snack made from stuff you can feel good about devouring. Okay? <laughs> viral. Low, no. I, you know, you'd think so. Low calorie. No high fructose corn syrup. Okay. <laughs> Peanut. Ooh, I want this. Okay, I gotta buy these. It's a little, um, kind of like okay, you know those syrup packets that are kind of long, like a ketchup packet, but like double the length.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Okay, of peanut butter. Ah, so oh, yeah, those are good. I've never seen those. Yeah. Okay, I like. Th- I'm keeping that one. Newman's Own raisins. I don't know how raisins did not make it in here. But- <laughs> and this box is literally the size for like a baby. Like if if like if you bought like a Barbie set with a kitchen, that's the size box that the raisins would be in. A Cliff, one of the sponsors, builders protein bar. We're almost done. Almond Roca. Ooh, okay. Ooh, nice. Ooh, that's gluten- my favorite. So. Gluten free again. I'm noticing a trend here. And, well,
2: would you uh, like to have someone have a gluten issue while you're out no, running next to them? No, him?
1: no, I'm all for it. I'm starting to believe the whole gluten free just for everyone thing. But I'm just, I'm just interesting that I. And then a tiny little moist towelette. There you go. <laughs> that's what you get for your money at the Run Disney box. That was exciting. <laughs> nice. So nice. yeah, kind of, um, so and, and when I did it in 2007 or at the uh, the Tinker I don't remember this box. So yeah. maybe now they're doing these. Which to is be in the of, wrong line. Well, because you know you're kind of hung. They, you and then what's nice is then you don't have to wait in a line to get like you could get bananas and certain things where you'd have to wait in line. The one thing was for me to go back to Disneyland Hotel. I had to walk in horrible directions, but I couldn't even though my hotel room was literally right behind me. I had to go all the way around the down – I don't even know how to describe it. I had to go to the left towards yep. – um, I had to go west. And it's then very back,
2: convoluted. You have to go out and around and back.
1: And, and then the only other thing – and they had an area for you to, to meet your, your your helpers or your, your family and stuff. That's the thing that I thought that's kind of crazy because at most marathons, there's, you're not kind of shoved for space. Where there, you're kind of stuck into this pen, so you couldn't really overflow. And I could see that getting kind of crazy. So my advice would be, if you could not meet your runners there, it might help out. If, But I know if it's like the first one they've done, you want to give them their props and everything. Um, and I, all in all, though, the water stations were set up perfectly. You didn't have to wait for water. You didn't have to wait for any of the things that you would expect the, the medical um, tent that was there on the road and i thought they did a much better job and i don't know how they did it but the fact that they started us out on the main streets with tinkerbell if i'm not mistaken i felt like we were in and i could be wrong i felt like we were in disneyland earlier you which were. was a, okay good thank you and the You're problem welcome. with that with and the problem with that as a runner is it's narrow so if everybody in – the, in the first part of a marathon, you're trying to jockey for position. And so especially with the wings, you were hitting people and <laughs> there wasn't a lot of space because you're in Disneyland. Where when you're out on Ball Road, there's tons of space and people can kind of separate to whatever their pace is. And that's the one thing I noticed about this course versus the uh, Tinkerbell is it seemed to be either they improved or it's just this course. That by the time you got into Disneyland, it wasn't crowded – so, you could basically still go at your own pace. Whereas the Tinkerbell, it was a lot of work for the first two or three miles to just get to let you run in. And, oh, this person's right in front of me. I got to get a, got to You know, you had to move in and out and kind of swerve. So, I noticed that right off the bat. That was a lot better. So, um, I really love the course. It's not as flat. I'll probably do it again next year. I don't think I'll stay at the hotel again. But, um, Tony, if you lights.
2: did, if, I know you said that you would. Um, you recognize recommend the Holiday Inn and excuse me for uh-huh. interrupting, I'm sorry. Oh, no. um, you said that you you would recommend the Holiday Inn um, and Suites hotel, Holiday uh-huh. Inn
1: Hotel and Suites.
2: Is there another hotel that you would recommend that people stay at?
1: Well, um, I mean, if- to, it, and I, the only reason I'm recommending it is in terms of space and uh, physically getting to the race.
2: It's that, it's because the the road is you know that road going between the Disneyland hotels and the and Disneyland property is you know that's all blocked out and the coursing is blocked out at that point. Tony, so, refresh my brain because I've forgotten where I've forgotten where you said you finish up at.
1: We you finish basically where you start. The, Was that
2: at the Tinkerbell? Did you finish at the Tinkerbell? Or, no, at the same no, area for no, Tinkerbell. No, no, it's
1: different. It's different. But, no, that, that, that's why is because with no traffic, you could just walk a block and be at your corral. Okay, that's yeah. why I would recommend it because the other ones, I mean, you could still stay on Harbor or even the Annabella or one of those. You yeah, know, that was what
2: I was going to say. But then you're but, walking.
1: But you're still wa- But then you're walking. walking. But that's actually kind of good because you should warm up. But if you're wanting to just roll out of bed like I did, um, you know, I. but in terms of value, I'd probably stay at the uh, – now that i've changed my ways um, the uh paradise pier because you're right <laughs> there. and um, so my tip if you can afford it even if you're local i staying at on site made it so much easier and especially afterwards afterwards i didn't i was able to go to my room take a shower get some breakfast i i just really enjoyed that i i love the uh, ability to just walk back as I was sore and achy and not get in my car and then sit, especially if you're not, I mean, most locals aren't living as close as I do. So it's nothing like running a half marathon and then being, then driving an hour and then your body just tenses up cause you're not moving. So, um, that's the one thing I liked that. I was able to go right back upstairs and, um, and be, be in the park. And so I would say if you're thinking of ever doing it or if you've got – look, all you need is one person in your group to do it and then you can come and be in the cheer squad or do the 5K. I kind of wish I would have – next year maybe I'll do the 5K just to see what it's like because it's only three miles.
2: If you do it next year, I'll do it with you next year. Okay. Well, okay. You won't walk. I will walk.
1: Well, no, (laughs) I might walk now because then it would be a great job to take the pictures. The coolest thing about this and why it's so expensive – even though rock and roll marathons are expensive, they have a whole series of rock and roll marathons. Like the one in Vegas where you actually run the strip at night isn't that much different in price. It's, if you're a Disney fan, like I said, I got to see... I got Mary Jo to say, wow. okay, you, <laughs> you, No, but think about that. You've seen yeah. everything. You get to see the stables. You don't get to see that unless you're running this marathon. How much do you think that affected your time? You know what? It didn't... My picture Because I thought, okay, I'm not going to worry about my time at all. But it's you still happen. did... You know, I did, you I did better than I expected because yeah. I've been exercising in other ways. That sounds bad. But, um, <laughs> working out, la la la. Yeah. No, I haven't been doing that. Um, I've been um, like working out, just not running. Um, the taking the pictures of the other stuff didn't slow me down that much. It would have if I would have waited in line to take pictures with characters. Right. But I chose not to do that. But I stopped and I stopped and took pictures of you know I've got like pictures of the stables and whatever. I mean, I stopped really quickly and took pictures, so some of them didn't turn out. But
0: again, you weren't really running for time. You were running for the event and for the experience.
1: Yeah, and I kind of wish I actually would have run slower. Because if I would have known that taking those pictures only got me to this time, I would have said, oh, well, I'm running it. Because when I did the half marathon last time, best time I'd ever done, I did a 10-minute mile. So I said, there's no way. When I was practicing, I was like, I'm going to get 11 and a half, like an hour. I mean, that's a huge difference. So that's what I was expecting. I ended up getting, based on my app, um, like a 1038. And then I was kind of upset that, well, I should have slowed down even more and taken more pictures. Now, of course, if you're one of those people that's going to get swept, you might not have that luxury. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's worth it just for the cool backstage stuff. That monorail picture made it all worth it. I mean, where else is the Bonner going to stop right there for you to take a picture? Yeah. That was – and again, they do a good and job. And same at- with
2: the 5K. I mean, it's exactly that same with the 5K. You get those opportunities. I have a wonderful picture of my family. You know, Lily on my back, Zoe walked with us on the 5K, my husband, all of us clustered together in front of the train. Because mm, they pulled the train up for us, so no, I, and, I completely agree with Tony.
1: And if you listen to our uh, segment on the news and rapid fire, the chalk walk for fifty bucks, you're a pass holder, and I'm sure if, even if you're not a pass holder, you can still sign up. It's a good way to get backstage, and all you have to do is walk. It's called a walk, and it's an yeah. opportunity to give money to charity and still get backstage because that's the thing that all of us Disney geeks want to do is get backstage. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is the way to do it. So. I thought it was a very well organized marathon. Uh, it's much better than when I did it 5 years ago. So and I, and how would you compare it to the Tinkerbell? I thought it was better than the Tinkerbell because like I, what I said was you the, the race itself the course itself was it was easier to get into your everybody it, it's, it's I don't know how it, it's if you've seen any any kind of race, you the first part of jockeying for position until you can get your Area where nobody's around you. When I say nobody's around you, you're not bumping into people. Right. They did a much better job of that. So I, you, it didn't really happen. Whereas the other one, you were in Disneyland really quickly. And then of course this one has the whole Angel Stadium piece, and the um, uh. I mean I hate I hate the time of the year because it's hot, but um, I, I, I really liked it. I actually enjoyed it, which sounds kind of weird, but um.
2: Sounds like you had a much better experience this time than the first time.
1: Oh, well, the first time was was what's called a red flag warning. And for those of you that don't know, it was my first ever half marathon, so that was crazy. I shouldn't have done it, but I where's, let me see. there. And here it says what a red flag warning is. I think it basically says you're running at your own risk. Make sure you drink a lot of water. Black flag is you can't – we turn off the clocks because we're not going to let you get timed because we don't want anybody to die. Wow. And in 07 – I had heard that it was close to being a black flag. And my ever my dad being the cynical guy that he is or, you know, conspiracy theory guy. Oh, there's no way they're going to have people. They're going to turn off the club. You know, there's no way they're going to make a black flag because there's people who fly out here to get a certain time. And if they can't. So, yeah, it was excruciatingly hot. That's why I promised to never do it again. But I think also that year it wasn't it didn't start at 545. I swear it started later. Or it was just so disgustingly hot that it didn't matter. I knew I actually knew someone who said, Oh, I remember that year. I just decided not to run. It was too hot. And I just picked up my shirt and said, forget it. So um Yeah. I I thought it was really well done and I enjoyed it. And if I can give you my last final in summation, other than is you could I'm mean, gonna to steal Tom, it is good to share. It's not just the half marathon. There's all the other events, and so, and also if you have a non-Disney runner in your family, you know there's always the families where there's a, someone that loves Disney and then there's people that don't. If you all love Disney, this is your chance to get them to run. You, you go run, and we go to Disneyland. So, I, I think it, there's there's a lot of events for the whole family, and I think it was a, I was very um, happy with it. So,
0: excellent. Hmm. Thank you, Tony. That is going to do it for this segment of The Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course we'll be back again with you in two weeks. Thanks for listening, and remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared.